Hey, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Friday, January 20th. Our first big thing is wheat futures were modestly lower in overnight trading on forecast for some precipitation in the U.S. southern plains and eastern Midwest where winter wheat is grown. Snow or a mixed precipitation is forecast for much of Kansas and Oklahoma today, according to the National Weather Service. Storms also are forecast for much of Missouri and Arkansas, where soft red winter varieties are overwintering. Winter storms will dump snow in much of northeastern Colorado, northwestern Kansas, and parts of Nebraska, Commodity Weather Group said in a report. The southern plains will be slightly wetter next week, chipping away at dryness, the forecaster said. Still, at least a quarter of hard red winter wheat is still seeing drought conditions, CWG said. Soybeans and corn also were slightly lower in overnight trading, as rain is expected in parts of Argentina, where it's been very dry this growing season. Showers are expected into early Saturday for almost two-thirds of growing areas in the South American country, CWG said. Short-term stress narrows from about half to a quarter or less of Argentina, corn, and soy ahead of peak late-planted crop needs, the forecaster said in its report. Prices also are lower this morning after a farm futures survey showed growers will increase wheat seedings this year by almost 7% year-over-year. Soybean plantings are forecast to rise 1.7%, and corn seedings will increase 2.2% from last year, the survey said. Wheat futures for March delivery fell three and three quarter cents to seven dollars thirty and three quarter cents a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade, while Kansas City futures lost five cents to eight dollars twenty seven cents a bushel. Soybean futures fell one cent to fifteen dollars thirteen and three quarter cents a bushel. Soy meal was down one dollar sixty cents to four hundred sixty nine dollars sixty cents a short ton, while soy oil gained forty two hundredths of a cent to sixty three point five seven cents a pound. Corn futures for March delivery declined three-quarters of a cent to $6.73.5 a bushel. Next up, ethanol production jumped last week to the highest in a month while inventories declined to the lowest level since early December, according to data from the Energy Information Administration. Output increased to an average of 1.008 million barrels in the seven days that ended on January 13th, the EIA said in a report that was delayed due to the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. That's up from 943,000 barrels a week earlier, and the highest since December 16th. In the Midwest, by far the biggest producing region, production rose to an average of 958,000 barrels a day from 895,000 barrels the previous week, the agency said. That was also the highest since December 16th. East Coast output increased to an average of 11,000 barrels a day, up from 10,000 barrels a week earlier. Gulf Coast production was up to 24,000 barrels per day, from 22,000 barrels the previous week, the EIA said. That was the entirety of the gains as Rocky Mountain production was steady at 12,000 barrels per day on average, and West Coast output was unchanged week to week at 4,000 barrels per day, the government said. Ethanol stockpiles, meanwhile, fell to 23.402 million barrels in the week through January 1st. And finally, winter storm warnings and winter weather advisories have been issued for parts of eastern Colorado and western Kansas, as snow and ice are expected, according to the National Weather Service. Snow accumulations will range from 4 to 8 inches, the NWS said in a report early this morning. The winter storm warning for the area will take effect in western Kansas at 9 p.m. Central Time and last through 6 p.m. tomorrow. Winds will gust up to 35 miles an hour in some parts of the affected region, the agency said. 
As much as 5 inches of snow is forecast for southwestern Kansas starting tonight and lasting through tomorrow evening, the NWS said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com. 